how do I buy my first hotel? Wow, <laughs> going straight to the meat. <laughs> yeah, straight today. to the meat. So, so if you are looking to get started in mm. hotels in 2024, and I would say that first you have to have some sort of hospitality experience. Or some sort of commercial real estate experience, just so that you're not just going from crawling to running. But provided that you already have that experience, I would say that you can go either look for deals on Craxi, LoopNet, or some of the uh, sites where you can find hotel listings. You can also go to hotel brokers that specialize in dealing and trading hotels, and you can also just reach out to hotel owners completely, you know, off. Off market. off market. And so if you, a lot of great hotel deals are going to be off market just because it is active business. So hotel owners don't want their employees mm. to know that the hotel is for sale. So that's a little bit different than other commercial assets or residential assets. But once you do that, you have to analyze a hotel just like any other business. And of course, get financing, which is a really hard part in 2023 and 2024. Sure. And then of course, if you want to raise money, um, that's a great time to do it once you have secured your initial financing and then you close. Nice. So what's the minimum capital requirement like for the hotels that you're buying? So a lot of people have this common misconception that hotel owners are going to be super, super big, you know, powerful figures mm -hmm. like the Hiltons or, <laughs> you know, the CEO, a CEO of Marriott or something like that. Mm -hmm. But um, a lot of hoteliers are actually mom and pop operators. And so um, it really depends on the size of the hotel. So you can go from a 13 unit hotel that we bought for 372, believe mm -hmm. it or not, to a 76 unit hotel, which is the largest one that we bought for 3.6. Wow. So the capital to buy the 13 unit hotel was under 100 grand. Mm -hmm. But of course, for the 76 unit hotel, is going to be a little bit more. I think that was around 600 grand. Wow. And so getting into this, like, so you, you said you bought like a 13 unit mm -hmm. and like, what did you do to like add value to it? Where did you make it like super fun and mm -hmm. cute or like how, how, what does it look like now? Yeah. So before I started with hotels, mm -hmm. I started with short term rentals or Airbnbs first. And so one of my specialties is really to create memorable designs and experiences for our guests. And so we really, uh, translated that over into hotel investing. And a lot of our hotel designs are also really fun, uh, really eye-catching. And then on the operations piece, we really focus on bringing technology into the really super outdated uh, hotel software and hotel yeah. systems and processes. And so, so talk to me about that really quick. I don't want to yes. cut you off, but like, so what do you mean by like adding softwares and process? So is it like the check-in software or what do you mean by that? Yeah, so when we bought our first hotel, which is 48 units, um, the person who was at the front desk really didn't have any sort of high tech. Mm. So by that, I mean that they're still using pen and paper to keep track of guests who are coming in that day. They also had guests who were arriving before the 
booking confirmation will land in their inbox. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so <laughs> nothing was really tracked digitally. Everything was done by pen and paper. So which rooms are clean, which rooms are dirty, uh, check in, check outs, all those things were done with pen and paper. Um, so my business partner, he is the more operations arm of the business. He has a tech background and he's really made most of those changes to Basically, check-in, check-outs, um, uh, turnovers, all those things are now oh, nice. uh, digitally captured. So now we check-in guests with an iPad, for example, mm-hmm. instead of pen and paper. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's crazy to think how many hotel owners are still like stuck in the Stone Ages, so mm-hmm. to speak. But I, I believe it. because so, so sometimes when I check into some of these like, boutique hotels or whatever, when I'm traveling, that is how what it's like. So where do you have a specific like market that you're buying a lot of these hotels in or like your specific buy box? Yeah. So our more general buy box has always been within two to three hour driving distance from major growing metros. So mm. what is two, three hours driving distance from Austin, Dallas, um, Raleigh, Atlanta, Charlotte, mm-hmm. for example. And so that's always been, whether it's for short-term rentals or for hotels, that's yeah. where I focus on. Um, with respect to hotels, because operationally, it's just easier to buy another hotel or short-term rental that's in close proximity to where we already have stuff. Right now, because we already have stuff in Texas and we already have stuff in Arkansas and North Carolina, those are our main markets. That makes a lot of sense. And I, the more people that I interview, the more that I keep on hearing the same exact markets. So like, obviously, it, may, it makes sense, right? All these secondary markets, there's a lot of opportunity for people to grow mm-hmm. because, you know, it's tough in like the LA, New York's and all that. So um, with these specific markets, like you said, you're, you're looking for things that are closer than what you're or that closer to the things that you've already created, right? Um, how did you like determine that, you know, I want to go into Austin, I want to go into Charlotte and Raleigh? Is it just because like the population growth, that kind of stuff? Or like, how did how do you how are you evaluating your markets? Yeah, so uh, I, so Texas was a Easy choice just because that's where my home base is. Mm. So I've been a longtime Austinite. So um, I really understand Austinite. that. I've yes. never heard that one. <laughs> longtime I love Austinite, yeah. um, local. And so it just makes it really easy to do stuff in Texas. Um, and we're able to outcompete a lot of other folks mm-hmm. who are out of state investors who don't understand the Texas market or the Austin market um, because we have more information, right? It's all about a war on information. So when it comes to um, North Carolina, we are buying two and a half hours outside of Raleigh um, in the Blue Ridge Mountains, just Mm. because we are usually buying within driving distance from these major markets, not necessarily in In, these major markets. And then, um, and for that, it's just because North Carolina has been booming. South Carolina has been booming. A lot of multifamily investors are buying within the two, three hours uh, radius of us. And Mm -hmm. so we know that the population growth, the job growth, and all those things are going to be really strong. And that means that tourism growth Mm -hmm. is going to also be strong. So rather than just following lists of the top markets to invest in for short-term rentals or Airbnbs or hotels, of course, I don't even think there's a list for top markets to invest in for hotels. If there Mm -hmm. is, I need to get on that. Somebody send that in. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, I just try to figure out based on data projections and understanding Mm -hmm. um, 
hey, this is where the population is moving. Um, we don't really have to buy in those markets, but what's outside of those markets、Got、or、it. driving distance within those markets?